One of the most common questions that I get asked is, how do you find motivation? So today, in my quick chat with, I've actually brought my friend Grace Cohen, the shift workers coach, on board to answer that exact question. So how do you find motivation? Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome back to the podcast, Grace Cohen. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very excited to have a chat with you, Grace. Obviously, we corner them from the opposite sides of the globe, don't we? You're over there in the UK coaching shift workers, and I do it from down under here in, well, what is now freezing cold um, Melbourne? It is cold, and I'm looking at you there with the God most glorious bronze tan. You look fantastic. You've been out in the sun, haven't you? I have indeed. Um, but can we just clarify what freezing cold is to you? No, we can't clarify that. No. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I think it's dropped to about, I can't remember now, but I've got a feeling that it's dropped to 16 degrees. That's cold. Oh, well, the day is 14 degrees. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that one there. That's now, Grace, awesome. I, I'm, I've got you onto the podcast today because I'm... I'm hanging out to actually talk to you to ask you my quick chat with Grace Cohen is today is going to be how do we find motivation as a shift worker because I think this is very very topical and you and I have spoken in the background about this that what we do tend to have is we have um shift workers that get to the end of their week and they've really achieved nothing they're sitting there and they're waiting for motivation to come through the door and bite them on the backside and it's just not going to happen is it? Absolutely not. And it's something that I find if you ask a shift worker what they struggle with in terms of their health and their fitness and their goals, the, the main answer that you will get is motivation. Always motivation. And I think sometimes when I put it back to them and ask them whether it is motivation or is, is it sometimes overwhelm, decision fatigue or the fact that they're exhausted, it could be either of those three or all three. And sometimes it's about actually breaking things down and looking at the foundations. And the foundations are always going to be your sleep, your nutrition and your hydration, making sure you get in the daylight, all these things that kind of help you feel more energised. Because if you've got no energy, your motivation is going to be zilch anyway. Yeah. And nine out of ten shift workers are absolutely exhausted because they're not looking after those core pillars of the health. Um, and that's the biggest cause of lack of motivation in my eyes. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I've just recorded a podcast literally on decision fatigue because I do think that it's one of the most important problems that we have as shift workers. And I think one of the biggest problems, well, not I think, I know, as shift workers, no matter whether we're in frontline health, emergency services, or what we're actually doing, we're making decisions 
all the time, aren't we? One after the other, one after the other. We go to work and we are exceptionally good at our jobs. But then what happens is we get home and we do tend to find that we just literally can't function. And then we get to the end of a day off or two days off and we think, I've actually achieved nothing. I can't decide what to do for dinner. I can't do it. Now, that's a whole podcast. Now, I've done that one and that one um, was released last week. But what I'm doing is with the motivation, I honestly believe people are motivated. They are actually motivated. They're just not motivated in the right direction because you were motivated to pick up the remote control and push the button and hit Netflix, but it just wasn't a priority that you, instead of doing that, you took yourself out for just a simple walk. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes boils down to, is the pain of staying the same, does that outweigh the pain of change? And I think a lot of the time when people reach out to me or they reach out to you, um, they something's happened Something might have happened to them at work. Something might have happened to them in um, in their outside life. Like I have people that message me and say, oh, I got assaulted or this happened and I chased this person and this person got away or they've been to the doctors and the doctors have told them that they're pre-diabetic and something like that or they're going on holiday and they feel horrendous and things. And that tends to be a driver in motivation for people to actually reach out and sometimes like you say, they do just kind of rest on the laurels a little bit and they wait for no motivation to come knocking on the door. And it's like, it doesn't happen like that. You've got to first take action and then the motivation comes. Like you were saying, you know, uh, action precedes motivation and, and, it, and it always will. But quite often people just think that it's going to come to them at some point. They're just going to wake up one day and they're going to be motivated to make this change. Um, and I think once you start to see the results from taking the action that's where more motivation comes because you're feeling better you're looking better you're able to you know you might end up in a foot chase at work and you you manage to catch them and to, to you that is just the best thing in the world and that then spurs you on to do even more um so initially it's got to come from you taking that action but then that's where you'll see the results after that and that that's where the motivation continues to come from there yeah i totally agree with that um and, and to anybody listening what grace is saying is a hundred percent correct in relation to particularly our fatigue shift workers you mm-hmm. do have to take an action and you've got to be disciplined enough to take that action and as you've said it generally takes a visit to the doctor or offender gets away or something actually happens to you and it does cause you um embarrassment or grief or there's you know but i think one of the biggest problems that we have with shift workers without any doubt this is why i'm enjoying running these seminars at the moment for the police in queensland and that's that what we're in a position is now we're not giving they're not getting the education as to how the simple ways to go about doing things are when they very very first start um, as to how to do and take simple steps because by the time we get them, you've got to undo a lot of bad habits and a lot of um, not knowing how to go about it. And I think one of the biggest problems that we have is the all or nothing approach. Like they feel that they've got to go from nothing to um, meal prep containers laid out across the kitchen bench and must go to the gym five days a week, must take myself and got to get 10,000 steps and find yourself pacing in the house and... You know, all of these things, it's just too overwhelming, isn't it, Grace? Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, that's something that I work on with my clients and it's something that we both speak about on social media is control the controllables and work on things with the 1% principle because like I say to my clients, you've got habits at the moment when they first come to me, you've got habits but they're just not serving you. So now it's about undoing that and unpicking it and looking at how we can now tweak them to make them 1% better every day with things that aren't going to seem overwhelming. It's seemingly small changes. It's things like making sure that we're getting enough protein in our meals, making sure that we're getting out for some daylight every day, drinking some water, making sure that you hydrate before you caffeinate. These are all little things that are simple, small habits that can literally change your life if done consistently every day. Um, and that's something that initially people have to work on in order to feel that energy because energy is everything at the end of the day it's how you show up it's your mental clarity it's how you are at work it's how you are at home it's how you go about everyday life and if your energy is not there then you're simply not even going to have any motivation to even speak to your partner at times yeah um, that, that's so true that is so true because you do get to the stage where you just haven't got the energy to do anything that you need to do and all of those things, every single thing that you just highlighted there, hydrating before you're caffeinating, water's free, right? We don't have to go far to get that. You can have that water. Getting that daylight, it's free. It's going to shine every single day. Daylight comes every single 24 hours and it's there, right? And it's free. Um, just looking after yourself, taking yourself for a walk. Hey, that's free too, right? And these are sort of simple little steps that people can take because they're all scrolling social media looking for um, the magic pill. We're always looking for the magic pill. This is the diet pill that's going to save me. This is going to save me. And then once I lose weight, I'll then be motivated. No, it doesn't happen that way. What you've got to do is you've got to have a look at it. When you pick your phone up and you're scrolling on your phone, you are motivated. You're actually motivated to pick the phone up and scroll on the phone. Is it the motivation that you need? No, but you have to acknowledge that you are motivated to actually do that. But had you have got up and gone for a walk and phoned a friend and actually walked while you were talking to your friend, it, you would have been able to, you know, kill two birds with one stone there and it's free. And I think one of the things that I'm getting out of these seminars as well, Grace, that talking to people is they're putting very, very simple strategies in place now. And I'm getting great feedback from, from members, from the Queensland Police members that I'm helping with these seminars that they're going, I can't believe the difference it makes by just waking up, opening the blinds and lying back in bed and looking out of the window for 10 minutes. The difference yeah. that that makes. What did that cost you to do that? Absolutely zero. Yeah, it costs <laughs> you nothing because the light comes in every day. You don't have to be getting the sun. It can just be light. Just get that light because we're resetting our circadian rhythm, which we count on, and that gets us feeling better. But then people say, oh, yeah, but, I've, you know, brain fog and I can't get up because I had a late night. And, and so I've just I've had a good sleep in to catch up on sleep. No, you can't catch up on sleep. You don't catch up no. on sleep. You, what you need is you need to get back in line with your circadian rhythm. Daytime, nighttime, early light, early light exposure. Get that water in, keep that hydration going because it's going to run your system so much better all the way around. So, Grace, on that, where would you start? What advice would you give to someone that says, I just I'm just not motivated, but I know, you know, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not motivated to do it. Where would you start with them? 
So where I start with my clients is sleep first and foremost. So making sure that they are prioritizing sleep because sleep is like we like we both talk about this so much but sleep is the foundation of everything um and essentially if you can focus on getting a better quality sleep and actually making it a priority so not scrolling your phone not just kind of making it an afterthought in your life and it doesn't matter if i only get three or four hours and uh, drinking too much caffeine to the point where you're tired and wired so first and foremost prioritize your sleep um and secondly with the daylight exposure making sure that you are absolutely getting that daylight exposure because nine out of ten they can be sat in dark rooms all day after night shifts and then they're going oh my god i just feel terrible all the time and it's like because you're basically living in a hovel um you're living under a rock Mm. um so you are going to feel the way that you feel you're going to have the dark circles around your eyes your skin's going to look gray you're going to look like a, a a walking zombie practically because you're not getting any of these like things that are going to help increase your energy um and the the hydrate before you caffeinate making sure that the exactly what you've just said there the hydrate before you caffeinate sky before screen um making sure that you're setting up a wind down routine because all of these things cost nothing no not anything that you have to go out and buy it's not anything like you know a fad that you're seeing on tiktok or a a trend that's you know going about at the moment that's going to help you feel this way or that way these are simple things that are natural that can really massively change your life if you actually do it um so these are the things that i I, and, and it's something that i say to people that will message me on instagram work on these things work on these little daily habits and like you were saying before the feedback that you get it's like you've what have you done to me i feel i feel amazing it's like this 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 has always been there but quite often when you are completely fatigued and overwhelmed it's like you're like this and you your face is right up to the tree and you can't see the wood for the trees because everything else is going on around you and you've got all this routine and structure at work but the outside world just goes to pop um, so sometimes people just need that reminder um, and it's why obviously the content that we put out and what we say to um, our clients and the seminars that you're doing just telling people these things it's like telling them things in a way that they've probably not thought about it because they're so shattered from work absolutely so yeah absolutely and it's like um, I listened to a, a podcast from Mark Carroll yesterday around this um, getting a second set of eyes to look on it, to point out the things like, it's like going to have a boy look when you go to have a look for something, you know, and it's not there or or your partner goes, oh, where's this and where's that? And you go, it's right in front of you. Oh, yeah, so it is. And you grab it. And when you say to someone, you need to get daylight and they go, but but what's the trick with the daylight? Like I get light, I've got light here and I've got light there. Yeah, it's not daylight. You've got to tell your body, your body can't actually see. So you've got to be telling that um, the sensors inside your body, the biological clocks, it is daytime and it will suppress all the sleep and it will get you going. And even people that I've spoken to that really struggle during the day and and lounge around and sleep around and when they start getting up, discipline, that's what it takes. It takes a discipline to get up, get out in that light and just go for a walk. And you've only got to go around the block Go around the block twice, um, and and 
as you said, hydrate, get that water in, it gets you feeling so much better because so many people just go for the caffeine first. But that, there's two great places or three great places to start because our circadian rhythm is responding to three main zeke givers. Number one, it's responding to light first. That's the most first and foremost. So we need to get that light early to actually tell it, hey, we're in the daytime. The second one it responds to is it's responding to, um, uh, sorry, movement. So we want to get that movement. So just by getting up, getting moving, we get that movement. So it tells it as well. And then we have nutrition timing. So instead of eating at 10 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the afternoon and 8 o'clock at night, start setting it for the times when you would normally be eating in a circadian rhythm. Breakfast, Mm -hmm. lunch, dinner, or if you skip breakfast because you fast or whatever, so be it. But still get the food in at lunchtime and dinner time and keep that as a repeated method and watch what happens to how much better you feel. And all of a sudden, you're not doing one lap of the block, you're doing two. And then you're doing three. And then all of a sudden, it's I look forward to this walk. And then you're looking for something else to do. And so it perpetuates from there, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a spiral. I, I always say it's like a domino effect. As soon as you kind of start and as soon as you focus on these little daily habits that you can do, it folds out into every aspect of your life. Um, and before you know it, you are feeling so much more confident in yourself. This can build so much confidence and instill so much confidence because you're now investing that time back into yourself. Um, and, and this is all down to again, these simple daily habits that you can put in place that are going to compound over time that are going to help you feel a million compared to what you feel now. Totally. And it perpetuates itself. Grace, that's been amazing. And that's all we we want to do. It's just a quick chat. So I want to say thank you so much. Now, tell people where they can find the Shift Workers Coach because you're an important person to everybody out there at the moment with your awesome little reels that you do that everybody relates to because they're just great little stories and your amazing graphics with the things that you've put together. So tell people where you are, where they can find you. And if something that you've said resonates, where can they reach out to you and how? So I am the shift workers coach on Instagram at the shift workers coach. Um, They can reach out to me by sending me a message on there. And I'm based in sunny Manchester in the UK. Uh, but uh, obviously everything that I do is online coaching. So I've actually got some clients over over the uh, pond where you are. Fantastic. I love that. You've stolen my Australian clients. What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> it's only because you know they what? haven't heard of me, isn't it, Grace? That's the only reason, though. Yeah. Yeah, one of my clients from, she's from Canada, originally from Manchester. Um, I think she found me through, yeah, through you, actually. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And all I want to see, and I know you're the same, we just want to see shift workers beginning to thrive instead of, you know, really crawling from one shift to the next. Because I'm going to ask you the last question that I'm going to ask you. And the question is quite simple. Do you believe that you can thrive and not just survive while working night shift, uh, shift work? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we're both proof that that can happen. Our clients are proof that that can happen. Yeah. Um, all boils down to making the initial first steps, like we were just saying, and letting it build from there. And being patient and just working your way through that from there. Grace, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you coming on and sharing how someone can find motivation. Always a pleasure.
And well, there you go. And that is my friend Grace Cohen, the shift workers coach, based in the UK, coaching shift workers worldwide also. And you've heard there that what you've got to do is you literally have to take a step in the right direction. And that step then perpetuates and you get more and more motivated as you go. Really important. If you're enjoying these uh, a chat, a quick chat with episodes, please don't hesitate to actually reach out and tell me who you'd like me to ask a quick question of around a particular topic, and I'll try and make it so for you. In the meantime, don't forget, rate and review, and make sure that you are following along so that you're getting more of these episodes. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.